0: In the words of Ben Franklin, let's start
1: this shit. We try so hard not to swear, and then you're just going to hit us with one right off the... right off the. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is Walleye Talk. I'm Dan Ryan. I'm Will Neuer. Sorry we missed you last week. A uh, combination of a busy guide schedule and a busy parent schedule. and If you looked at us right now... You'd be like, yeah, we get it. We get it. Most people were pretty sympathetic. Yeah. Some, there were a few, like, sort of harsh words that came my way over the past week, but I think they were lighthearted. Maybe.
0: Maybe they're really serious about listening to our podcast. I kind of hope so. And I apologize for that. For what? For not having a podcast last yeah.
1: week. Yeah. But mean, I think we're four years in, and that's the first scheduled one we missed. hmm So we'll make it up to you with a real good one this week. Hopefully. I love it. Um, we're going to do a preview, which or a review, which includes our MWC tournament. Lots of people, I think, thought we just bombed during the tournament and didn't want to talk We've about
0: it. We've been on a bender for a week because we got our butts kicked. <laughs>
1: yeah, which is not quite the case. Yeah,
0: but, I mean, it's not too far from the truth, either. No.
1: Um, <laughs> and then we're going to do the a preview, which includes a preview of the Fall Bonanza. Walla Bonanza! Which is sort of the capstone of the of the guide season we go a little bit longer but um, usually it's like the pinnacle of fall walleye fishing in our area for sure and little competition to drive the conversation should be good that's about it yeah then we're gonna get out of here pretty soon we gotta pull docks not quite I was on a port dock today and I was very happy to be there so I'm gonna leave it there for a couple more weeks are you gonna
0: like... wait for the ice to encapsulate
1: it and no. call no yeah Maybe. thanks Maybe <laughs> whatever it takes. I think I just value the craftsmanship of the porta dock too much to let that happen.
0: It was super easy was to pull though,
1: easy. and we didn't even pull the t- the, the pieces off. You can, Why would you? Well, it was certainly easy for me to put it in by myself. this spring once I pulled those off. Did you really? Yeah. Had I had gravity on my side going in? There. Yeah. Couldn't have done that coming up. <laughs> All right. Let's hear from them. Having fun in the sun, on the lake all day long, porta-doc.com, porta-doc.com, find your local porta-doc dealer today, porta-doc.com. MWC, gotta start, gotta start uh, with the pre-fishing.
0: Yeah, we already covered that, Dan, we did the podcast right before we... Oh Yeah. Yeah, remember that? We were in your car, or in your truck. Yeah, I do remember now. Yeah. Okay. So So we don't need to cover that. Start with Friday morning. Friday morning. We were boat
1: number 40 40 out of 79. 79. Just the lamest number. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Not interesting at all. We went out first. No, we went out last of the first. Second flight. Of the second flight. First.
0: First. On the the second day. Anyway, we went to Pike Bay. Mm-hmm. Took that steam, and we uh, did. We start out pulling spinners, mm-hmm. and that plan worked like exactly how it was supposed
1: to. I would agree. Yep. I
0: like think we caught maybe eight fish or something like that in a couple hours, and
1: yep. we had a full box. We had a full box pretty quick, which was like pretty relieving given the whole scheme of what the pre-fishing looked like. And I should say, like sp- especially because like I didn't have much going except for like I'd seen some shallow fish and not caught them and then looked at your stuff at the end. It held off like reviewing your stuff to the end and didn't feel real good about what I saw. Mm -hmm. Um, One of your spots did produce some fish and it was the only one I didn't look at.
0: Yeah, but those fish didn't matter. We had full boxes
1: at that point and they weren't upgrades. Right.
0: There was just fish there.
1: Yeah. So The spinner thing was for us for sure the right thing to be doing mm-hmm. and then uh, gave us some freedom to do other things and then th- that freedom helped us a lot on yes. day one we had what we, we had a 20 and a little tiny bit pulling spinners mm-hmm. that program produced between pre-fishing and the tournament three of those three of those three like, you had 20 right, inches yeah, right at it or a little above it so that that might have been the biggest fish we could have hoped for with that plan.
0: Pulling spinners, mm-hmm. yeah. But those Secret Lake Tackle spinners, I never missed a fish on a spinner. You might have missed one right away. yep, Or it could have been a crayfish. Right. It could have been either. But I personally never missed one. And I don't know if it's because of the spinners
1: or if it's because of the superior boat driving of Dan Ryan. I don't know. I wonder if you don't get a little bit, if the deep water doesn't like, slow everything down for you give you a delay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because that's far better than we do pulling spinners in typical depths in 12 foot of water yeah Yeah. um and it could be just the nature of how they grab it sure they're living in 40 feet of water they just come up and they
0: you know i don't know maybe not
1: yeah i don't know either i did feel like we did a nice job with that plan it did exactly what we wanted it to do
0: and when we were talking before about how much weight we thought we could get from there we thought it would be about eight pounds, mm-hmm. and it turned out that's that's about what we got from there. Yep. So happy with how it turned out. It was exactly how we thought it was going to go. Yeah. And, and then, then it was blowing hard. Yeah. It was really blowing hard, and uh, <laughs> there was a pivotal point in our spinner pulling program <laughs> where I thought Dan and I were going to we were going to start throwing punches. <laughs> Dan said to me, he looks at me and says. Will, we may have a couple hours where we may not get a bite pulling spinners, but I think we should be here. And I I didn't say anything for maybe five seconds. (laughs) And I looked at him. I said, Dan, you have one of the best jig fishermen ever, and you're going to tell him he needs to pull spinners for two hours? You need me to pull spinners for two hours? I ain't going to do that, Dan. Dan? You gotta get me in shallow.
1: Yeah. And that you were right. And that was the right call. You also did a very nice job. You didn't bring it up. You did not bring up the shallow water thing until I initiated the conversation about when we were gonna go shallow.
0: I was super content pulling spinners at the time. But if you're telling me after two hours of not catching them on a spinner that's where we should be, <laughs> that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. No. So we didn't do that. We did, we went in shallow, and we didn't go to anything that I had pre-fished.
1: I don't think you even caught one there pre-fishing. Mm-mm. We went no, to, no, I caught a couple, a little like off the break there, but okay. not, not the same thing we did. I, I'd seen them in there, but couldn't get them to bite.
0: And it was blowing hard.
1: I think it was blowing into there. Yeah, kinda. it was a it was a pretty good wind for, for that spot, I would say.
0: Yeah, and you were using the your vantage to to keep us out.
1: And, uh, I don't know, I didn't even look at it. Felt like it was too rough to spend a lot of time looking. Also, like, we had talked about it last season, too. The graphing looks different on Pike Bay for for me. Uh, I, like, lose a little confidence in my graphing ability. If it, Whether it be the
0: sand or the amount of big perch in there, mm-hmm. you just don't see them very well. Yep. Um... So we just started on this spot, and I don't know. I just casted my jig out, and I think I know. I remember I pitched it out and I pitched it fairly shallow, and I wound down to start jigging, and there's a fish on there. I'm like, oh, this is a good one. This is a big walleye, and then it started running a little bit. I was like, oh, it's a pike, and then it turned out it was a big walleye. It was 23 and a half incher. Mm-hmm. We finally had a true over during the cast Lake tournament (laughs) together.
1: Yeah. Like three minutes into... It was my first cast. First cast on a shallow spot that we hadn't caught a fish on pre-fishing.
0: Yeah. And all of a sudden I got one.
1: Alright. We're feeling really good. (laughs) Feeling really good. And then nothing. A lot of nothing. A lot of nothing. A lot of nothing for hours.
0: I think we went back. We went and checked my... I had a spot where I caught like a 21 and a half way to the south and we went and did that for like 15 minutes and I had a bite I didn't catch it I think it was about the only fish I missed all tournament
1: was that fish right there. You missed a couple day two, but you went back and forth between whether they were perch or walleyes. Yeah I, they were probably perch looking back on it Me in the moment is
0: like, oh, yeah, big walleye. Every time you set the hook on a pike, big walleye, big walleye. That's my inner Carl Swanson. (laughs) Big walleye, big walleye. But, yeah, that didn't pan out very well.
1: No, I don't think there was. I mean, you're saying maybe there was one walleye down there. I don't know if there was much down there. Right. And then did we pull spinners again, day two?
0: Yep, we went back to pulling spinners for a little while. Caught some little ones. Mm -hmm. Some, like, 12 inches, little.
1: Mm -hmm. Didn't upgrade there. So I thought, well, let's just go fish our shallow spot again. Try it one more time.
0: And we drifted, like, the whole thing. And we were just about ready to pull the plug. And I get a bite. And I set the hook, and I was like, this is a good walleye. And I thought it was going to be, like, a 26-incher. And it was... All of 22 and a half <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we had our two overs like decent overs yep yeah,
1: both pretty healthy fish I don't know what they chunky yeah and that, that was, was that. it tried to upgrade unders and couldn't so we had yeah that so that 20 in a little bit went out the door then mm-hmm. not important anymore um, we ended up with
0: 12 pounds 12.02 12. 12. yep or 12 point2 in, in 11th place. Not bad positioning. Nope. Happy, I mean, if we were talking about it, like, that was, with our plan, that was as good as we could do. Yeah. With the fish we knew about. That was our top dollar.
1: Right. That That's very true. I mean, you could have replaced, because honestly, both of the overs were, you have to put them in the lucky category. There's no yes. way to do that any other way. Right. So we could have been like a little luckier and they could have been twenty six inches. Um, <laughs> yeah. But generally like you're right, we like performed like our weight was as good or better than we could have hoped for given what we were going into the first day.
0: Yes. We had lots of bites that first day though. It was we had we'd caught maybe fifteen while I that day, mm-hmm. I would say. And that's pretty doggone good. Yeah. I was very happy with that. Um second day was a little bit warmer little
1: less windy, and... uh, Wind shift. Wind shift. But we it was still pretty fishy. Well, dude, we thought day one was... You were thinking day one was going to be brutal. Doomsday. And it it was our better day.
0: You know, but on cast proper, it was pretty slow. I mean, there was not a ton of big weights. There was lots of seven pounds. Seven pounds. Sure. Where usually it's pretty congregated around that ten pounds. It was certainly not.
1: Yeah. Did that shift day two? Because all the leaders dropped day two.
0: Yes, but it,
1: all of them weighed less weight than they did the first day.
0: But there was a lot of it in that 10 pound range, a lot of people in that 10 pound range that beat us. Sure, 10, 12 pounds. Sure. So.
1: Well, yeah, you got to continue then. Day two, southwest wind instead of northwest wind. Warmer. We were feeling better. We started about our, jigging. Yeah, started. Be- felt better about our shallow fish plan. And they were in there. We could see them. Yep. And we couldn't get one of them potlickers to bite. (laughs) (laughs) There weren't a ton, and they were, I'd say they were, well, they, no, they, one group stayed put pretty well, and we, like, for sure were getting snubbed by everything we could put in front of them. I jigged hard. We jigged, jig wrapped, I jigged a crawler, rigged a minnow.
0: Pulled a spinner. Oh, we we didn't do
1: that till later. Yeah. Then went and did our, our deeper spinner plan again, and it did exactly what it did. The first day, improved our moods tremendously. Yes,
0: we went from an hour and a half without a bite to, you know, within an hour of pulling spinners, we had our five fish. Mm-hmm. Boom.
1: Awesome. Yep. And another 20 in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, 17 or 18. And then 15s, 16s. Yeah. Yep. And that would essentially be it for us. We We ran around. Then we, like, gambled a lot because... We didn't feel like our spinner thing was likely going to upgrade our unders a whole lot. We didn't feel like it was going to give us a big over. So we, like, we fished stuff. Well, we just went and fished. Yeah, we stuff. fished bull we fished birds for a little bit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That was a mistake. But whatever. What did we waste? 10 minutes? Yeah. We could have wasted 10 minutes jigging the same stuff we had been jigging and not get a... We didn't get a bite on... I, I could say I didn't get a good bite on a jig in a minnow that...
1: That day. All of day two. Yeah. 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 So that was it. We ended with eight pounds for day two. Put us right at 20 pounds for the 20 pounds and five ounces. Put us at 17th place. for.
0: What did they pay out to, Dan? I think 15th. 15th place. So, but 17 out of 79 is not terrible, but it's not quite where we want to be. No.
1: Yeah. I don't know what to do different in hindsight. Um Maybe take some more time to pre fish.
0: I would say preparation
1: was the biggest thing that we maybe lacked. Mm-hmm. And you know what we don't, what we haven't done in either of these is take time to pre fish, like six weeks out, a month out, two weeks out, and maybe some of that would be productive. Um, especially when we think about our characteristics or our, the way we think about Pike Bay, we do feel like there are fishy spots. So. And that they may be fishy all year, you mm-hmm. know, for most of the year. So if we're going to continue to do that, maybe we just need more Pike Bay fishy spots. God dang, though, I feel like I have seen a lot of, based on like driving a map, I have seen a lot of what you would consider fishy spots on Pike Bay. It's not that big, and there's a lot of them. But there is a lot of them. There is a lot of them. Yep. But I've man, I just feel like God. At the end of day two, I was like, what do I even look at next? I I don't know what to look at next. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know either, Dan. I'm.
0: Yeah. This was the best showing I've had on this Cast Lake tournament, and I, I'm happy to. I was happy that you were there. Um, I would not have caught those spinner fish. I would have lived in the shallow water and not done worth a dollar. Well. So yeah. thanks,
1: thanks, yeah. Dan. Thanks for catching a couple big ones out of shallow water. It's my pleasure. That's... I'll do it again for you. All right, we'll plan on that. <laughs>
0: This episode of Wild Talk is brought to you by the One Stop in Longville. Fall jig season's here, and the One Stop's got a whole bunch of them, so stop on in, get your Ken Catch 3D eye jigs and your Northland gumball jigs and your VMC moon eye jigs, and get out there and lose them in the rocks on Battle Point. I'll see you out there, can't wait.
1: Last part of the uh, Castle Lake MWC thing is that... The guys at the top, like, first, we should, like, Chuck Hasse won it. Yes. And uh, I have lots of respect for him. We've mentioned him quite a few times. He's a full-time guy, of Walker, who commits a fair amount of his summer to fishing tournaments as well. And he's well. very good at it. Super good at it. Um, I was around him a little bit the day before, and just a guy you're happy to see win it. Definitely, like, earned it. Don't think he feels like he got lucky at all. I think he earned every pound he had in, right. Right in his bag. Um, and I think he's been close a couple times on that one. I don't know that he's won it before. But I think, was he in second or third last year? I think they took third. Third last year, yeah. So same, very familiar faces at the top. Um, and I'm. it's kind of nice to see all of the familiar faces. For sure. Um, Toby was way up there again. He was in fifth. I think he took fifth, yep. Yeah. And he was. I think he was in second after the first day? No, he, he wasn't. He was in fourth. Okay. But anyway.
0: Yeah, anyway. same guys are doing really well. The guys from South Dakota are not winning anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> and uh, our our neighbor here and his partner do consistently really well all over the place right Nate
0: Wolski and Tom Gardner. Huyen, mm-hmm. whatever. Yep. Um, but we fished near them quite a bit yes, or, uh, over the tournament, and they're doing goofy stuff that we have no chance of doing. So
1: yep. more power to you guys. It's funny, they... They were doing, it was like the exact opposite of last year. Yes. We're, we were near each other doing very different programs. And both years we were like, yeah, we can't do what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we can just like slide up and catch the fish they're catching. It's, it's different.
0: Different animal. Yep. Um, but they, those guys ended up taking third place mm-hmm. in this. They won it last year, set a tournament record last year out there. And then uh, they they took third place this year, so congratulations, guys. Yeah. And uh, Tom, he uh, he left Cast Lake and went straight to Ottertail for the NWT Championship.
1: Biggest biggest walleye circuit out there.
0: Yes, that's like the MW, It's where the you graduate from the MWC and go to the NWT mm-hmm. um, for a chance
1: at winning like 100 a hundred grand tournament.
0: Yes. That's where the big boys play. Yeah. And that Tom was in
1: first place after day 1. That's a 3-day tournament too. So. Yes, yeah, so
0: you have to fish your way to the 3rd day.
1: Yep. And then what's the 3rd day top 10 teams? Top
0: 10. On Ottertail mm-hmm. Lake and uh, Tom took 2nd place which is unbelievable. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I don't know him very well except to say Hey how are you at the way nice guy mm-hmm. super nice guy very humble him and Wol- and Wolski are both super humble and they're like fish nerds, and I think the nerd thing is better and better these days for sure um like check your ego a little bit and check your graph more you know yeah that type of stuff um and it's it's not a coincidence like if you i don't I don't know all the tournaments they fish, but he had to qualify to be part of that, mm-hmm. so he fished quite a few he had to be in the top forty top in 40 points. and and qualified for it. they won. They won a Leech Lake AIM tournament. Mm-hmm. They got third in the Cass Lake tournament. They've been all over. They were fishing out on the Great Lakes, you know. And they were down in uh, the, on the Illinois River. Mm-hmm. And, like, holding their own all over the place and doing quite well near home. Right. And uh, I'm sure Tom was pretty happy to have it be a northern Minnesota lake. When it for was sure. time for the championship. Right. I get around. to pre-fish a whole bunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and probably, like, a big reason why. I think those guys, a lot of folks, like, look at where the championship's going to be. Like, this is my year. Like, that's... A, I want to fish the championship on... Like, where would we want to do it? We'd want to do Lake. it Leech Lake. So yep. we would try to do well in all the qualifying tournaments to make sure you end up there. And I assume that played into played into his decisions. So. Right. Yeah. Lots, lots of changing things in the tournament world, I would say. And um, that's all I'll say about it. But it's nice to see these guys doing well. So that's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. In general, we've got like a week and a half of. I'm gonna post this tonight, so it's Tuesday. We've got a week and a half since we did the last one. Um, how's fishing been around here? Lots, lots of ha- lots has happened. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, on the Lionville Little Lakes, we're still using a bunch of night crawlers. Um, getting the jig and a minnow bite hasn't really been there yet. Um, but if you shift a little bit further north, to where the wind blows a little bit harder. They've been biting a jig and a minnow pretty good. Yeah. And that's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's been inconsistent for me, but the days that are good, boy, are they
1: fun. Yeah.
0: Oh, are they fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. I'd say, I'd echo it. I, we haven't had a ton of, like, super fishy days. And even within a day, like, you'll get windows where things are going good. Like, I had a, di- a day out there where we were having, like, a, a kind of a tough go of it really compared to what these guys are used to, and uh, then the wind picked up like five miles an hour and the they bit like crazy. We probably <laughs> got some new fish too, but then I mean, it was the same stuff I'd been doing and they just bit like crazy for 45 minutes and it m- made a heck of a day real quick. Ping, ping, ping. And I had good jig fishermen and they like recognized we were in a unique little window here and like if we were gonna. All, uh, all of our, most of our bites were going to be stacked into what was happening right now. Right. And our drift was only like 50 yards long. So we were like zipping through them and then ripping up there, zipping through them. <laughs> and we were getting a couple every time. Perfect. And then it was over. It was, you know. And just like long. that. It was over. Crawlers are still good. Rigging minnows on the smaller lakes is also a good option. I think that's maybe been better for me. You can still get some fish on crawlers, but I've had some. My better days on the local Longville Lakes have been related to rigging minnows. Good. And there are nicer fish showing up, but the schools are smaller. Like, I haven't seen any real giant schools, and the ones that were real big at the beginning of September have... Dispersed. Yeah. Or they just get caught out, man. I feel like that's it. It's like you get, like, the initial push of fish moving into fall stuff, and then they get picked on a bunch. Mm -hmm. And that's like... But we've only had the initial push. Like, we haven't had new schools of fish showing up on our spot so you keep going back to the same spots they're conditioned fish they're pressured fish and there's less of them because people have been catching them
0: and it's been a lot of it's especially the last week or so it's been onesies twosies on each you, spot on each spot you mm-hmm. get a bite here you get a bite there and uh you know but you're consistently getting those one or two bites Yeah. So, It's not like you're going home with zero fish. It's just you didn't clobber the heck out of
1: them. I do. But I think like a lot of the avid anglers get used to, like, okay, here's a day where we're going to just get, we're going to make it on this spot. And that has not been the case. And your graph is going to tell you that you could probably do it. Maybe it'll turn on. But I I think guides have a reputation for moving a lot. And I think it's because of little periods of time like we're going through right now. Where moving a lot is pretty important in order to to put together a good day Um, staying put sometimes is super important too but right now I don't think that's the right decision
0: and it could change in a week but it's not the way it is today for sure
1: yep I just keep setting time limits for myself that's like for me that's a good way to do it and I tell my customers so like they kind of hold me accountable like we're going to give it 10 more minutes here if we don't get one we're going to get out of here it's also a really good way to get a bite and then you just reset the clock I feel like as soon as I (laughs) 10 more minutes we'll catch one right
0: I gotta threaten to leave and then they start then we get a bite. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, leech has been good. Yesterday was tough out there. Uh tougher conditions wise and yeah, Fish catching wise too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was it was brutal. I tried my best though.
1: It just sucked.
0: That's the way it is.
1: Yeah. Part of it is I think is where they're located. That happened to me on Woman Lake too. Like There were all the fish I could find were in like thirteen or less, Mm -hmm. and it was dead calm and clear. And they didn't want a jig and a minnow.
0: Yeah. So what are you gonna
1: do? Like we would we would get a couple fish rigging crawlers, but then the school would disperse. You know. Yeah. Because like you're driving over them. Yep. And maybe there's like a more savvy way to do it, but I couldn't pitch a jig and a crawler. That Mm -hmm. didn't work. They wanted like just a crawler. And maybe there is like maybe I should be pitching a split shot in a in a single hook and a crawler. I don't know, but that's not like a Tool in my arsenal right now. Right. And I hate to experiment too much when people are on somebody else's time. Yep. Yeah.
0: I don't know. We just roll with it, make it happen.
1: Yeah. For sure, have night crawlers though. If you're maybe on leech, you don't, but I honestly thought yesterday, like, you could probably catch some fish pulling spinners. Yep. Uh, yesterday.
0: Especially where there was a bazillion
1: of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I thought that too, but I had no spinner gear.
1: And it's like the last crawler box you're gonna buy
0: it's a nice feeling mm-hmm. I'm so happy to have clean not black hands
1: you, but you've exchanged them for cut up knuckles
0: I do have cuts everywhere yeah it's you're nice you're sticking your
1: hand in giant walleye skills so. it's
0: it's tough but I think I'm the guy for the job <laughs> boy and those fish on leech right now are so stinking big yeah yep. everything is just shaped like a barrel <laughs> Oh, it's good awesome. time. Good awesome. time. It'll
1: be over with pretty quick. Hope you can get up here.
0: Hey, one thing before we move on to our next segment we have open dates for our cast and blast adventure, which is two half day fishing trips, two half day uh, grouse hunting trips, and at the end, we'll do a cookout. Um, we've got, uh, we're ideally having. Four people to do this, mm-hmm. and that way Dan and I are both booked together. Otherwise, it's too much work for just
1: one person. Um, or two groups that are, like, willing to have dinner with two other people who like to fish. Right. Don't want to rule it out. If you're group of two, reach out to us if you're open to the idea that the dinner, the dinner and, and maybe the grouse hunting, maybe not, but maybe the grouse hunting would be together, and then obviously you're in two separate boats for, for the fishing. Mm-hmm and it's 1000 bucks per boat. So 500 bucks a guy gets you two half days of fishing, two half days of rowing something.
0: It's going to be fun as heck. Our ideal dates are October 11th and 12th or October 15th and 16th or October 17th
1: and 18th. Yeah, and 16th 17th I guess would work too, right? Yeah, if you wanted to be that guy, if you wanted to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but this is the last week we're going to let it ride because we're like, I turned down some trips to try to keep these dates open. Um, so, if we don't hear from you by next Thursday, so that'd be like the 6th of October, 6th, 7th of October, we'll say goodbye to the cast and blast. It was super fun last year. I hope, you know, if you could find the right crew, I think this could be a heck of a way to end out the walleye season. And uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. It'd be more fun with a group of four, both of us involved. You can cook the potatoes, I'll cook the fish. Deal. Heck of a potato cooker. Walleye well, Talk is brought to you by Full Stringer Bait and Tackle. As Will mentioned, it is jig season. Those tanks are stocked full with every type of minnow you could imagine. Even you musky dudes who like those real big things that my kid wants to keep as pets, they've got the big suckers, they've got rainbows, they've got red tails, they've got creakies, they've got fatheads, they've got crappie minnows. They've probably got some random shiners in there too. I don't know. There's a lot of minnows. They stock up for this season particularly stop in, load up, catch some walleye The
0: bonanza. It's coming up. It's in five days or six
1: days or whatever it is. Yeah, I think timing's going to be about perfect. We're in a little lull. Yesterday was a little slow. Sounds like this morning was a little slow. Going to start picking up. Right now they're probably biting pretty good. I bet good. they're biting really Speaking good right now. hear the wind blowing, blowing pretty good out of the south. Um... And yeah, we're supposed to get a, some cloud cover, a little bit of rain, mm-hmm. pretty moderate temperatures. That would be the may, maybe the only thing that would sort of slow things down is our water's not cooling off so so great. But this weekend looks like highs in the low 60s. I assume that means like lows in the high 40s, something like that. Right.
0: And, and the good. wind's gonna blow. It's gonna continue to blow, like
1: not overly hard, but still have a good chop out there. Right.
0: Which is what we're all looking for.
1: Tell everybody how you're gonna catch them and where you'll be. I will be
0: at your mom's house, <laughs> and I'm gonna be feeding it cookies. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, gonna be, I'll stay on Leech Lake. I'm gonna fish the main lake. Gonna fish shallow rocks, hopefully, and I'm either gonna be jigging big minnows or rigging big minnows. And then Mark and I might go swing for the fences with some big plastics on a crazy spot. That there was fish last year, but he fished yesterday, there was no fish. Oh, last year there was fish? Yes.
1: Oh, I thought he'd, like, that was current, recent No, that was a year
0: ago to date.
1: Ah, uh-huh. gotcha.
0: So, a whole different animal, but wait, wait, go do it. What the heck? We're out there to party. <laughs> might as well go get wet and cast some big stuff around.
1: Sounds fun. What's
0: worse is going to happen? We're going to see muskies? Oh, well. <laughs> Might as well. I want to go for first, not for seventh again. I'm sure. sick of getting seventh. Did you go for seventh this spring? No, oh. I went for first and I struck out. And then I struck out immediately, and then I went for seventh. <laughs> <laughs> the one school of fish that could win it for me did not. Was not there, so we went for seventh. Sure. And that's what we did. How huh. about you, Daniel?
1: Um, I don't know about the rocks. Maybe the rocks. I I have no idea, and I feel like that's kind of where I want to be. I would have won it. Almost certainly two days ago. Almost certainly. Mm -hmm. My smallest fish would have been 26 and a half inches. Out of six. Ouch. And you got a 28. Yeah. (laughs) Monster. Anyway, that was a couple days ago, and it doesn't really matter what happened a couple days ago. I have have a sneaking suspicion that that spot's going to change. So I'm going to wait to see what happens the next couple days. I'm out there uh, Friday and Saturday. Farmer Bob, who you've heard a lot about, has to do farming stuff. Man. Man. Which is, I, you know, he's pretty bummed to not be up there, or not be up here, but I think he's pretty happy that his, his adult sons say, Dad, we need you in a combine. All like, right. Man, you are the combine guy. <laughs> <laughs> I fished with his son, Ryan, and his son, Ryan's like, yeah, he's really good at it. He's really good at running the combine, so <laughs> he's got to go to work. At 70, 70 years old, he's got to be working. So, my buddy Matt Holmgren is coming up, the ringer. Feeling pretty good about that. I don't get to see Matt a whole lot. He hasn't fished Leech Lake in the fall in a couple years, so he's real excited. He's so gonna
0: have his boat shoes on, and he'll his one and Wonder, Wonder right Bread poor, bags. He'll
1: have real poor footwear choices, <laughs> and hopefully just a bunch of hook sets. Yeah.
0: That's what you. That's all you can ask out of a partner. Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm this year. I'm also trying to stay a little more open to being around other boats because that i think that burns us both Mm -hmm. and like if there's ever a time to do it like we avoid it when we're guiding almost all of the time maybe the bonanza is the time to do it just show carl what like actual fish catching can look like dang those are fighting words dan (laughs) yeah should be fun this week's gonna be great fishing i think um yeah but I, it's not time to check out. I think you got to work at it. Yep. And it's easy for us, I think, because we're we're pretty dog-eared right now. Need a nap and a, a beer and a lie down, pretty mm-hmm. bad. And I could go for a pizza too. It's not. That's not the way to approach these last couple of days. Got to, got to hit it hard. Mm-hmm. Lots of effort. Don't be afraid to get wet. The boat's just. This is like. This is 2090 season right now. Yep. The next two weeks. Yep. I just I have mine at the muscle house right now, just getting a couple little things worked out, so not time to ride through the season. You know, I want to get everything working. Whoa. Hey, you j- haven't Wheel- talked a whole lot about your 360 either. I feel like oh. I was watching you use your 360, and I was pretty jealous. I was using
0: That day in particular, I used it just how I imagined it shallow sand could see these fish moving around okay guys pitch left you know pitch towards the point and we would get bit Mm -hmm. and i went from you know probably getting three bites in that spot to getting nine bites in that spot
1: yep makes a big difference makes a big difference Mm -hmm. it
0: is simply remarkable and it's it's not necessarily if they're sitting still and active it's a different story but especially if they're moving and we're pitching jigs i feel like it's game over man
1: yeah, and I think you you can't undervalue how, like, important that is to, like... Especially when they're not super bitey. So, like, yesterday, I had with side imaging, had a similar situation where, like, there were quite a few fish in this stretch. I felt like, in general, my jigs were going pretty close to fish, but we weren't catching them unless we were, like, pitching them on top of them. Yep. And then they were pretty willing to bite. And I think it's maybe just, you know, they could probably see... Five ten feet down there, and on a normal day they're maybe willing to move that five ten feet to eat a jig as it comes by, but if they're if they're negative, right? They it's still late September. I think you just have to have it within like three feet of them. Right, your margin for error shrinks. Right, and that's where imaging and being precise with your casting makes a big difference. It's fun.
0: Ooh, is it fun? I had a double today with twenty five and, and a half and a half and twenty six and three quarter. I know you doubled up with a even better one, though.
1: I did. 26, 28. Woo! Those are big fish. It was with Farmer Bob. God bless Farmer he Bob. He was almost, he was just a little upset. At what? Well, he had the 26. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Boy, if that's what you're mad about, it's a pretty
1: good day. We got like a legal picture of him holding a 26 and a 28 without putting, there's no live well involved. Awesome. We got a great picture of him holding a 26 and a 28. <laughs> <laughs> and then they both went back in the water. That's fantastic. Yep, No staging whatsoever. That's awesome. Congratulations, Farmer Bob. Anything else you want to throw in here?
0: Get your butt up here and go catch some all eyes. Yep,
1: sorry again about the missed episode. Uh, we'll ride it out till the end of the month.